Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group, and welcome to the second of a two-part conversation with Dawn Capelli and Alex Nickel of the CERT Insider Threat Center at Carnegie Mellon University. We're discussing the insider threat from the cloud. In part one, which you can find elsewhere on our website, we address the threats insiders pose from the cloud. As part one drew to a close, Alex was speaking to the limited technical approaches organizations could adopt to monitor potential insider threats from their cloud providers. As we picked up the conversation, I asked Dawn about trusting the provider in an environment in which technology is somewhat limited in monitoring the cloud for the insider threat. We have been seeing more and more cases lately involving what we call trusted business partners. This gets into supply chain issues. It's hard to really draw the line as to where your perimeter stops. We recommend legal contracting mechanisms to ensure that anyone that you are giving authorized access to your systems or your data, that you actually require that they protect your information and systems as strongly as you do. One aspect is to write legal language into your contracts requiring that. Another mechanism is to do periodic audits. So we know that a lot of organizations actually do security audits or assessments of any partners that they work with. We really recommend doing things like that. And personally, I really think that they need to write insider threat controls into their contract. Is there any way that organizations could vet individuals, such as administrators at some of these cloud providers? Yes, a lot of organizations do require background checks or security clearances in, in some types of organizations from their contractors and from their trusted business partners. Some of them just say you have to do background checks on your employees. Other ones that I've talked to do the background checks themselves, which is a really good idea. We have some cases in the database where background checks were required of trusted business partners and they were told that background checks were done, but they really weren't or they were insufficient. I definitely think that background checks, at least for users who have privileged access at, the, at a minimum, I think that's a really good idea. I believe another area you've been looking into the insider threat when it comes to cloud is how people within an organization's own enterprise may use the cloud to do some damage. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah, we have one very interesting case where three employees suddenly quit their jobs. They were working in a law firm. Before they quit, they installed Dropbox on their system. So they were able to use the Dropbox client to automatically sync the files from their organization's systems to Dropbox. And they set it up so it would continue to do this syncing in both directions after they left. So the organization had no idea that they had set up Dropbox in this way. They ended up syncing 78,000 files from their organization system to Dropbox. They quit their jobs, they were working somewhere else, and they were not only able to access those 78,000 files, which contained proprietary customer information, but they also had set it to sync both ways. So they were able to modify some of the files 
and have that modified data synced back to the original organization. So now they not only had lost their information, but they didn't know it, and they were using information which was incorrect. That's one case where employees were using a cloud type of service to exfiltrate information and sabotage their employer. We're kind of surprised that we haven't seen more cases. We have a bunch of cases where it was accidents or unintentional insider threats that caused problems at the cloud service provider, which trickled down to all of their customers. You know, so we have one incident where a company issued an update to its software that triggered a bug that caused all of their routers to crash. Because their routers crashed, thousands of websites were brought down. Within 10 minutes, they had 10,000 tweets from customers. So, you know, that was an accident. But it goes to show that not only is malicious insider threat a potential problem, but just problems at the cloud service provider or unintentional insider threats. How do you see this insider threat landscape evolving in the cloud? I really think that cloud service providers should have to have an insider threat program. You know, an executive order was signed, Executive Order 13587, which mandates insider threat programs in federal agencies handling classified information. I think that that type of mandate should be required for cloud service providers. I think that they should understand insider threats, and they should have a mitigation program in place so that they don't endanger their customers' information and systems. As organizations rely more and more on cloud infrastructures, do you see a changing way enterprises will address the insider threat? In other words, not necessarily thinking of their own employees or their supply chain employees, or employees of their cloud providers? Is it going to be a new way of thinking about this? Well, they still will have their own employees, so they cannot discount their own insider threat within their walls, but they also then need to worry about the insiders that they have let in from any of their trusted business partners. Unfortunately, it doesn't really make it any easier for them. I think that the cloud service provider model is going to make things even more complicated from an insider threat standpoint for a business for many of the same reasons that inventory is already hard for that business. Most businesses try to keep track of where their assets are, what they have plugged into a network, who's authorized to plug what into a network, and how often those things are allowed to, to plug in, what the security requirements are, and so on and so forth. With a highly virtualized environment like a cloud where the virtual machines are not always on, keeping track of what's been stood up and where it's been stood up and how it's configured turns out to be a very difficult problem. A lot of companies are beginning to understand that by having these hundreds or thousands of virtual machines, they're bringing on a very significant configuration management challenge. It would not surprise me to see a lot more uh, investigation and a lot more effort uh, put in over the next few years to enhancing the capabilities for configuration management across a cloud service, particularly in making sure that you know exactly what virtual machines are up and out and how they're reacting in any given moment. Well, we'll be back in touch with you, I hope, in a few months when you have uh, further research to share with us. I thank you both. Thank you. Thank you.
I've been speaking with Dawn Capelli and Alex Nickel of the CERT Insider Threat Center at Carnegie Mellon University. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.